and we're live for episode 32 of Slap Happy. That's right. We're here. We're doing it. I'm doing it. And today I'm doing it with a very special guest. He's a former NRL player, represented his country at the highest level, has now started a clothing brand called YKTR and is, in my opinion, the content king of Australian sport. Ladies and gentlemen, make him feel welcome. Isaac, John, a.k.a. Ice. Let's kick it. Hey. <laughs> love, the, love the energy. Love the energy. Ice, ice, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that was probably hey. the best intro I've had in a, in a long, long time. So thanks for gassing me up. I love the energy. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. I'm pumped to be here. Beauty. Um, so I kind of, me and my brother kind of do a little thing with, with, when we meet each other and when we have podcasts together, um, we do like a bit of a mental and physical health check-in basically just to, you know, just kind of take stock of where we're at and, you know, make sure that we're on track kind of thing. So I just kind of, is that okay if I do that with you today? Yeah. hundred percent. All right. So mentally and physically where you at, how you feeling? I'm in a good place right now. I'm currently doing a 75 hard challenge made famous by Andy Frazella. So I'm about 13 days in. So eating super clean, uh, working out two times a week and sort of health as well. So once you start moving, obviously all those endorphin hits start to hit your brain. And I'm, I'm, I, I get a lot done in a day anyway, but this is just sort yep. of me trying to level up to, a, to another level. So, man, I'm good mentally uh, yep. in a good place, doing good things. Trying to help yeah. a few people, doing doing I feel like what what my purpose is in life and uh, physically yeah. losing weight as well, losing weight. I'm um, just feeling a lot better, a lot clearer. So yeah. I'm in a good. I suppose place. they kind of go hand in hand, right? When 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 you get the physical moving in the right direction, it kind of looks after the mental, and you know, vice versa. Yeah, hundred percent. So like they say, like health as well. So man, like. There's times in the afternoon when I don't really feel like doing my second session, but I'm, I'm in, like, as soon as I start moving and, and once I finish it, I feel good. Like, you've achieved something. And like I said, yeah. like exercise is always an endorphin hit. And uh, we chase endorphins as humans because it makes us feel good. So we can actually manipulate that through exercise. And, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. And I feel good, bro. Yeah. I feel good, really good. Do you reckon, because I've been obviously watching the the 75-day challenge, you, you look like you're pumping through it. Do you think like you'll get to the 75 pretty easy yeah yeah oh like obviously like i've planned for it so in my one thing i figured out within business and pretty early on is like if you don't have great systems in place you kind of you don't have a solid base something always crumbles down and falls so i've kind of breaking it up into seven 10 day blocks so the first five days just got to get through it um you're sort of running off motivation and excitement and it is a little bit hard but then after that these next 10 or seven blocks of 10 days are really mapped out so i know exactly what i'm eating i know what i'm going to be doing for exercise um i know when i'm going to go grocery shopping and i've got a theme attached to it as well so um um, I kind of build the systems that I have within business into my personal life as well. So I'm in the 10 day block now. So like say Monday, I know exactly what I'm going to have for lunch. I'll break your lunch, dinner. I don't have to think. Once you, once you take away the thinking aspect. Take away the choices. Take away choices. The paradox of choice. It's not a, too much choice is a bad thing. So when, yeah, I wake, yeah. when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what I'm going to wear. I know exactly what I'm going to exercise. I don't wake up and go, yeah. fuck, what am I going to do today? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's raining outside. Like, you give yourself an yeah. hour in your own head, man, you can get in your own way. So I try and avoid all those types of situations. Um, yeah. And it's through choice. Like too much choice is a bad thing. So I, I'm pretty- Yeah, I love that. Pretty cruisy with what I eat and stuff. Oh, like I'm stick to a diet, but like I'm not craving anything at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. 
Like, yep. I, think, I think I'm 12 days in, so I've still got a while to Beautiful. go. But um, I, like, I like to see the end result. And obviously when, you, when you've built a business as well, it reminds me of like, it rem- like a lot of it's like really flatline and then you start to peak towards the end. And I see yeah, marginal gains, marginal gains and delayed gratification. Um, that's what yeah. I see this as. So I just see it as another challenge and something I'll evolve off the back of. And I'm measuring, yeah. I'm measuring lots of other things as well. I'm measuring like not just personal growth, but um, business growth as well. Like how well does our business perform when I'm operating at this level? Do I make more money? Yeah, cool. Do I make more money? Do I get more brand? Deals? Yeah, cool. Like, so I'm, I'm measuring all that sort of stuff as well. And over, is the, it, over the past, do you mind if I? Weeks, this is a little off topic, but do you mind if I ask what what is a um what is a KPI that you're looking at at the moment that might give you an indication that actually me leveling my health up is leveling the business up? Or um, so my what I'm really starting to focus on is how those in and around me get better. So right. uh, I've got staff now. We're doing like whiteboard sessions within. Um, I yep. just, my reflection as me as a business owner is not just measured on like numbers and, and, and stuff like that. I really want to look at staff and sort of how they yep. sort of shape up a year from now. So one of my yep. biggest KPIs in life is like I don't want to be in the same spot as it was last year financially, yep. mentally, um, in terms of equity within businesses, in terms of helping people, I never want to be in the same spot. So if I, if I can build those systems within staff as well, uh, uh, that's how I'm kind of measuring things right now. It's not just always about me and I, like I need to do the stuff that I need to do to get to the points where I need to get to, but I also want to yep. take the crew with me as well. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Mm. Being a leader. Mm. I enjoy it. I enjoy Beauty. it. Um, all right. Well, I wanted to uh, talk about the transition from, because I was thinking about this the other day, like the transition from pro- professional athlete, structured, lots of support, right? Um, in terms of like when you're in a professional setup, you've got, you know, your um, health guys, your do- diet guys, you know, you've got all these people around you kind of like, I'm assuming probably helping you build structures, right? Mm. Yeah, 100%. And then, and, then, and then to go from that to entrepreneur, which is, like the total opposite, no structure, no support. You got to build that all yourself. You got to figure out all that yourself. Um, you got to set those as you talk about. You got to set those rules and those guidelines. Um, how did you find that? And what did you do to? Um, how did you? How did you build those structures for yourself? Um, just sort of self awareness. So, like you said, like when I left football, I was scared of working a normal job. I was like my ultimate fear of working for someone yeah. else. And the reason why I chased entrepreneurship is the way how you perceive entrepreneurship now, like freedom, get to do whatever you want. Like that's what I thought I wanted within yeah. um, entrepreneurship, but it actually wasn't the case. So when I, when I probably about six months in, I used to just wake up whenever I wanted, I'd work whenever I wanted. And I, I thought that was freedom. It actually wasn't. So yeah. um, what I realized is I sort of stopped and take, took a like look back at my whole history. So Obviously, you have parents and they tell you what to do. You go home, you eat whatever you got to eat. I mean, you went to school, um, you've, you're told what to learn. Um, you, you're at school from sort of nine till three every single day. Then I went into high school. On this day, we're doing maths. On this day, we're doing um, science and all that. And then I moved straight into football. So I was always used to having my life structured in and around me. So once yep. I started to structure my life the same way that I've been living my whole life, um, I became a lot more efficient. And then yep. like, like, like how you perceive entrepreneurship now, that's how I perceived entrepreneurship then like freedom and, and, 
and get to do whatever you want. You don't have to answer to anyone, but you sort of realize that if you give yourself too much rope, you can hang yourself with it as well. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I needed balance and I needed routine and I'm probably more routine now than I've ever been. Um, and sort of good things happen off the back of routine. Like I put mm. up a tweet a while ago that said, I used to think routine was like anti-freedom. It's actually the quickest way to freedom. So and I, I that's believe, a good one. Yeah, I believe that. I genuinely believe that. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird paradox because you feel like- It's counterintuitive. Like this, it's counterintuitive. It's very counterintuitive. There's this weird thought and underlying thought that like, you know, freedom and yeah, I get to, I like, I have all this time on my hands, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you get- um. What is it? Analysis paralysis? Yeah, or analysis paralysis. Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of you have too much, and mm. it, and it's almost like, no, nah, actually, this 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 um you know specified getting up time and then breakfast and da, 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 these things actually reduce um choice fatigue, and it allows me to go do the thing that I really want to do better. And so, and, and that's spot on. And Matthew McConaughey says in his Green Lights book, he goes, "Once you right, I just I just finished reading that. How good is Fucking it? hell! <laughs> oh my god." Um, I'm in love with that guy. Yeah, the audio book is different as well. But he, he he said something in there at the time, and me and Corey, like Corey's, we've very similar but very different characters in the same sense. And he said one thing, one thing that really made sense to him. He goes, "Once you're doing nothing, no good usually follows. So too much time is also a bad thing as well. So too, yeah, too much freedom's a bad thing. Too much time, too much choice. Everything that humans uh, they think they're actually chasing, they're not. Like it, it's a trap. The abundance yeah. is a trap. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 yeah. Like it's, like we said before, it's kind of counterintuitive with the routine. Um, the way yeah. I, the way I do business is very counterintuitive. Hey, let me help mm-hmm. you start a clothing brand, even though you may be <laughs> in my competition, but I can help you. <laughs> and then yeah. once that doesn't happen, people support our brand. So um, yeah, there's there's magic in that counterintuitive stuff. Yep. Beauty. Man, I, I, honestly, I've just gone on the biggest like Matthew McConaughey binge lately. Like after reading that book, I'm like. I need whatever he said or, or done, I need to just get into it because that guy's unlocked whatever key there is to life, you know. just What, the, what was your biggest the, takeaways from that book? Balance. Mm. Like he and, and, and pursuing your like instincts because he, he just spent his entire life just really trusting himself and, and listening to that voice. And I think um, that's one thing that I've probably done too much of the opposite of in my life is is hearing that voice and then finding a way to not listen to it because generally it leads me to want to go do something hard mm. you know so just just the way that he listened to his instincts the way that he committed to himself the way that he believed in himself really like resonated with me do you know what my biggest um, takeaway was the art of storytelling like how gifted he oh, is at telling stories amen and if you can if, amen if you can capture someone's attention through the through the art of speaking man you can you can do a lot of great things in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I w- yeah, I went I went straight away and watched uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. Like- <laughs> that's the exact same. <laughs> thing. And I'm trying to find I'm trying to find where Rain of Fire is. I can't fucking find it anywhere to stream it. So, yeah. um, so if yeah. you if you ever get the chance to listen to the audio book, oh, I just had so no, much- I did. I listened to oh, the audio. So you listened to the audio. Oh, I thought you read yeah. it. So yeah, no, no, no. audio. I, I mean. Yeah, you got to say read when you listen to an audio book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hectic. Um, all right, well, let's move it on. So speaking of books, um, I would like to know what your three most influential books are and why. Oh, shit, sorry. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, written in 1935, yep. still Stands the test of Still time. Still slaps. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I read pretty early on. And sort of once you got to understand people, 
Um, like if you think you're in business, you usually sell a product or a service. Who do you sell it to? You have to sell it to people. So um, if yep. you're doing negotiations with business people, you you negotiating with people. So yep. the brand that's always closest to the people is always going to win. And I think whatever success YKTRs has been built off the back of that. Um, a lot of those call them like tactics I've used and in, in scenarios that are a lot bigger than that. So example is I was on Mark, I was actually talking to Mark Boris yesterday, but um, one of the reasons why he like, I was on his podcast and I didn't really know who he was at the time, obviously being from New Zealand, um, sort of got a gist of people like, oh, this is kind of like a big deal jumping on his podcast. But once I've done a bit of study on him, one of the things I really resonated from that book is if you can get someone talking about themselves, they'll listen for hours. So everybody's yeah. own favorite subject. So yeah. when I went into that conversation, um, he like he shook my hand at the start and it just kind of felt like a normal podcast. Like he does one a week and you know what I mean? And I, I sort of got talking about topics that he was actually really interested in. So um, yep. he had a great, great background. He come from punch bowl. Like I'd studied all these things and I was trying to find like mm. touch points very early on. And we yep. had a really good podcast and halfway through um, he went out for a piss and his staff goes, I've never seen him this excited for a podcast. So that that's was, awesome. That was really cool. And then like he put up a post yesterday, I reshared it. He goes, Hey mate, thanks for sharing it. Hope you're well. Like small stuff like that you know like he's one yep. of the, he's one of the big dogs in this business space so um, yep. it's cool to have that kind of connect and uh, and that was built off the back of that book i think atomic habits from james clear next yep. book that i really really love um yep. just if you think about compounding habits over time like you just like those delayed gratifications like those micro wins just yep. makes sense and you can have good habits and bad habits and if you compound good habits good things are going to happen uh, number three, I'm just going to go a real simple one. I always have this as a cliche one. It's called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very like, it's a fictional book, but built around a pretty good storyline. And when people start to get into yep. reading, I really kind of push that to, on people because it's an easy read. And like, I don't think we're wired to remember facts. Like mm -hmm. if, and I, this is the example I always use. If the Titanic didn't have James Cameron and a million dollar budget and didn't have Leonardo DiCaprio, um, with that narrative, like how many yep. people actually know about the t Titanic sinking. So, yep. so that's like, and our brain, like we're taught to remember facts, but we're actually taught through storytelling. So the alchemist is very yep. similar to that. Very great, very great message with a fictional storyline around it. So those are my, yeah. Yeah. And you think about like um, memory champions and like people who have incredible, you know, recall, they, they remember facts through the, yeah. storytelling and you know i walked into this room and then i did this and yeah yeah that's that's a that's like yeah I've, I've tried to do all that sort of number stuff as well to my, my memory retention is actually really good so i'm kind of fortunate yeah. but obviously it can be a lot better but i enjoyed mm -hmm. that like if you clump those numbers together so 23 could be michael jordan and then 19 could be like michael jordan scored 19 points in on in like 1960 yeah. like you tell stories like that and it's a great way to remember things and if you yeah. think if you think of us as a kid like how do you fall asleep like your parents tell you a story like you watch yeah, exactly. movies, you're reading books. That's all storytelling. Um, Hollywood's yep. billion dollar industry built off the back of visual storytelling. Mark, yep. Matthew McConaughey's books great because it's storytelling. So yep. if you can storytell um, around a fact and use analogies, and that's kind of how I c communicate, and I feel like it works. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And actually, now that you say that, his storytelling in that book really does drive home these like big overarching kind of like you know life truths mm. you know without without doing it in a self-helpy kind of way just kind of like just 
does tell these stories and then out of it, you just get this little nugget of like, oh, wow, that's okay. That makes a lot of sense. And it's just yeah. sort of roll off the back of that. Like my highest converting content is tweets. So I'll take, I'll write a tweet, screenshot it and post it. Um, his, yep. his communication style is very similar. Like he'll tell a long story and then he'll be like, bumper sticker. <laughs> no, just tell. Yeah. And, and, and like those little short, sharp um, things, especially in this day and age being um, attention span super small. Uh, yep. I feel like those things really resonate because I'll read it and then I'm like, oh, it's a thought-provoking line. Yep. And then yep. they're like, oh, that's cool. So he yep. sort of communicates in that style. He'll tell his long story. Then at the end, like, note to self. Note to self. So I, I really enjoyed that about him. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, um, it's actually really, really cool that we're going to do this chat at this time because – and this is probably the – main reason we're about to get into now. So I want to say, um, I, I probably should have done this at the beginning of the show, but I just wanted to say that um, I am very grateful for you and, and, and all the guys at YKTR, YKTR sports, the, the energy that you bring to your content, the truth and the storytelling that you bring to your content on a daily basis is, I mean, it's not just motivational, but it's, uh, it gives me something to like kind of aim at and aim for. And, um, I, yeah, I'm just super grateful for everything that you guys do over there. Thank you. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. Very yeah. Kind, very kind words, very kind words. And yeah, obviously it's, there's, there's strategy behind it, but, um, the core ethos is we want to entertain or educate in some way, shape or form. And obviously there's a lot of benefits off the back of that. We get brand awareness. And obviously when we start to sell clothes, they, there's marketing strategy behind it, but at the core ethos of it, like some of the best things we get is sort of a comment like that. That makes me feel good. Um, I get DMs like that as well. Also get a bunch of hate too. So um, that really balances yeah. each other out, but um, I'm grateful yeah. for those as well. Do you mind if I ask, so where did the grateful start? Um, I've always been mindful of gratitude. Um, I, I had a tweet come up, no, a Facebook on this day type of thing come up maybe. Yeah from 2013 and I used, to write, I used to write cultivate the habit of being grateful and then obviously um, like scope really started to re-push it at the start of this year so he's like oh just he just started saying grateful for everything and subconsciously yep. I've always been that way inclined like I've always been able to see the upside in most things and obviously you understand polarity of life without bad there is yep. no good or that sort of shit but um, I think we just started being a lot more vocal in and around it and some of yep. it was even like sarcastic at the time like um, I got a parking ticket, so I was like, "Oh, grateful, got to help yeah, I remember her, that. her targets." Yeah. And like that was wrapped around sarcasm, but it sort of puts a positive light in in a potential negative situation. But in the context of yep. whole life, a hundred dollar parking tickets not that big. There's bigger shit going on, so yeah, um, it just kind of evolved from there. And and obviously, Scope was really pushing it on his podcast, and I don't know, just became a part of our. Um, DNA around in and around here and like you said bro we pump out so much content so a lot of the things that we do say actually really stick so like doozy yep. doozy was the first word that ever stuck or yep. not the fake YKTR and it's just yep. it's just because we put out so much content but that was one that where we just be like oh grateful grateful like and it's just yeah yep. it's a universal thing like everyone yep. knows that gratitude actually helps I don't know to what extent that people actually know how fucking powerful it is but powerful it is it's yeah. huge bro it's huge so um just kind of become a part of our dna we've got a uh, collection dropping soon called life appreciation club um which is built Hectic. around grateful so that'd be cool um yeah but yeah it's just who we are it's part of the daily practice now and yeah yeah it works bro yeah so yeah that's the um 
one thing that like obviously Gary V does um, is he kind of tells himself, he kind of m- measures things up against the worst possible outcome. Like, you know, if something bad happens in a deal, he goes, well, look, it's not as bad as my mum dying, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I think if you can use it like that and you can, I mean, you don't have to go to that extreme, but that's how you can definitely use it as a tool to kind of put everything in perspective. And I think realizing the power of gratitude and using it as a tool really allows you, I mean, just to get that perspective, just to get that clarity and just to find joy in things rather than find things as like difficult or, you know, testing. Yeah, it actually becomes something that's empowering, mm. you know, that this 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 uh, problem or this, you know, hurdle is now something that's going to build me up, not bring me down. And I think that really comes from your ability to tap into gratitude and um, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of how I see like religion, like people believe wholeheartedly in this thing over here and they sort of align their life towards it every single day. Like gratitude is my religion. Like I just generally wholeheartedly believe in it. Like I think it's one of those things. You know what? That's the, that's the name of this podcast. Gratitude <laughs> is my religion. Gratitude is my, it is. And like, like, like I'm, a, I'm an atheist person and like yep. this is this comment may annoy some people because obviously they, they've grown up believing in, in religion and organized religion and, and having a God and stuff. But like, like gratitude, you can't really see it, you can't really touch it, you can't really, you can feel it, but, but in the same way that people sort of feel a similar way to, towards God, you know what I mean? So uh, for me, this is it. And like people wake up and pray every day. I wake up and be grateful every day. And I sort of align my life towards that. And it has a core set of values like the Ten Commandments does. It's just what we do. It's very interesting that you make the parallel to religion. Mm. Um, and and that's, the, that's, a, the reason that, that's a touchy subject to, to sort of talk on as well because obviously you're going up against and like other t- subjects that are really weird to talk about when I talk about them is real estate like people mm. get really caught up in real estate um, yeah. u- university degrees yeah, and marriage like when I talk about these three things man you just see my inbox just go bam 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 they bam, just bam, blow bam, up bam, blow up like oh, and like everything I say in life there's always going to be an opposite success story so my biggest analogy I always use is the sun. Like some people see the sun and see like summer, a tan, going to the beach. Other people see it as a reason for drought, the reason for cancer. Like both yep. are true. It's just yeah, where, that's you, true. where you put your sort of focus on. So when I talk about like, and what have we been told since we were kids? Wake up, like grow up, buy a house, go to uni, get yep. a safe job, get yep. married. So you're telling yep. someone over the course of their whole life that something potentially couldn't be true. I remember yep. how disappointed I was when I found out like Santa wasn't true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if yeah, you you're rocking people's belief systems at that point. Core belief systems, bro. And it's a paradigm shift and people start to justify everything that they've done. So when I sell courses yeah. and then there's people with university degrees that can't get a job, they're looking at me mm. like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, why is he selling courses for 500 to $1,000? Because it doesn't yeah. fit into their core belief system of that justifies their four years of uni, that piece of paper on the wall, but that they haven't, yep. they haven't got a job, man. And yeah. it really starts to rock them and then they start coming for me. Yep, dog. They, dogma is expensive. There's <laughs> a guy, a guy that I um, follow, uh, a, a music marketer in the states. He always says that dogma is expensive. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to adapt, then you're gonna lose out somewhere. Um, what's a human evolution like? Adaptation is the key to survival. I think it's like the first rule. Yeah. If you don't adapt, yeah. you don't survive. So, um, and yeah. like I said, like even when I talk about real estate, everyone's like. I rent in Bondi. They're like, oh, that's dead money. I was like, do you know what interest is? Like, have you ever heard of interest? <laughs> so, and like people, yeah. don't, people don't understand what interest is, which is even like scarier. So 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's one of those, and like gratitude and religion and anything you've been told your whole life growing up and some some guy with who hasn't gone to university who's come from football that runs a clothing brand yeah. and starts talking about a few different other things, it starts to really rattle people. Yep. How dare he? <laughs> who the fuck is he? <laughs> no one. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, all right, so I, I, I actually have a, I have a song coming out um, next Friday What's and it's it actually called? called Gratitude. Oh, shit. What's and um, so it's the reason that like this, this moment right now is so like, you know, stars aligning kind of shit is because I, I this is an older song. Mm. I wrote it like three or four years ago and I kind of like let it, just kind of like sit in the trash can and um it was i only put it put the demo on like the other day and i'm because i say like it's all about the attitude i'm just praying for some gratitude mm. and um i i think all the like gratefuls that you kind of talk about and like just did the word kept popping up in my life mm. and i was just like fuck i gotta like i gotta do something with this like i can't just like this this is it's talking to me yeah, there's, you know, there's, and there's, so there's actually like um, I think this I don't know the exact names for it, but there's actually something at the forefront of your brain that like once you, it's funny you say this exact thing because analysis paralysis was something I heard a couple of days ago, and I've used it three or four times, and then I jump on this <laughs> podcast and you go analysis paralysis. So like, it's it's fucking real. so the universe sort of pops this stuff out, but there's actually something at the forefront of your brain is like once you learn something new or re, re like your brain starts looking for it, and the best example just is, starts firing. Just the best example is like when you buy a new car, like, oh, I want to get this car. Like, no one's got it. And then yeah. you start driving around, pull it out the pull it out the parking lot, and then fucking there it is coming your Fuck way. It. Everyone. You see it everywhere. <laughs> How does everyone got this car the same day that I just got it? So, And that's actually part of your brain that, that pushes it forward. So this gratitude thing and like subconsciously, even when we say it sarcastically, even when we mean it, even when yep. things aren't going against us, we say it so many times that our brain starts to look for it. You start yep. to look for gratitude in every situation. So yeah, that's, that's, yep. that's what it is for you. Well, it's a muscle. Mm, you know, the same way that people train it um, to be pessimistic. You know, people who are inherently negative, they train that muscle all day long. Oh, no, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to miss out. Oh, no, this, you know, but the same is true for gratitude. If you see everything is like, oh, no, actually, that's pretty fucking good. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, mm. you know. And it's funny you sort of talk about that because I'm doing whiteboard sessions in um, the office now. So I'm sort of making the staff sit down and go, hey, this is what you're going to learn today. Yeah. And we had one yesterday and it was actually built off the back of gratitude. So last week we had a pretty like drama filled week. Um, Corey Hectic. got in a bit of trouble. Uh, we had fake yep. tweets going around calling like girls the age yeah, and yeah. stuff like which was pretty full on um, yeah. as a brand. And like, like I said, like say this is the, like, the polarity of life. Here's negative, here's, yep. here's positive. And the middle- yep centered where you want to be grateful love all that sort of stuff so what was happening is we were getting compliments and if you favor the compliment way too much it balances out like hate will come if you don't center yourself the world's going to center yourself for you and yep. like like i said to jordan i was like someone goes jordan you're the fucking man what do you say oh grateful boom pulls you back jordan yeah i can hate you you're the worst podcast in the world what do you do grateful grateful yeah, and, and that way you're not you, you're not on the pendulum swing like that. So if you start feeling yourself way too much, the universe is going to start throwing some hate, and people are going to start Hectic. coming for your DMs. Yeah, and that swing, bro, that swing from love to hate is a massive one. But if you're always around here, if you're always around nice and centered, 
It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful place to be. And you, you, you start to become unemotional with decisions and stuff like that. Like I've got this guy chasing me around YouTube at the moment because I didn't make the right statement on on uh, Corey. And then he's just going bang, right. bang, bang, bang. And you see so- You can't sh- block him? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want to, like, I'm going to block people if they're like proper negative, but- um, right. This like he's just wait. It's just wasted. In, it's out of his control. It's out of my mm. control. Like I've reacted to mm. it. I've put my words into the universe, and like that's it. Like I'm, I'm moving on. Like so, mm. and the, so people get so caught up with the motion and and the opinions and sort of stuff like that that it actually ruins their day. Like like people that hate yep. YKTR, I'm like, why don't you use that energy to go support a, like a brand that you actually love instead of yeah. wasting your time like watching all our stuff and like picking apart everything. With, Single yeah. thing I say, like I could do an hour podcast. Fifty nine minutes of it could be great, and I could say one thing wrong, and that's where it's coming. Like the the energy <laughs> is going to come to me, and I'm like, oh, cool, this is it. So I understand all that exists, but yeah, it is what it is, man. Do you do you like? I mean, where it's kind of at the eight thirty mark. You got to no, you're right. Keep going, keep going. Okay, um, because you seem like you like that kind of stuff doesn't really affect you, like. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's at some layer, at some level, there'd be something going on. But um, you, you seem pretty chill about some of this stuff. Like, have you always had that kind of like ability to? Um, I think I've seen it through football. So it's like football. One of the biggest lessons you learn with football, like everyone either loves you or hates you, and in a week it can it can change. So they say a week's a long time in rugby league, and you sort of yeah. learn that. But um, I think just over time, and probably like I'm 32 years old right now, and a lot of people that hate on me hiding behind fake accounts like yeah um, and that perspective that Gary V says like you don't know what someone else is going through so you've got to be in a pretty bad place for you to see someone that's actually trying to do something with their life and go do you know what <laughs> I fucking hate this cunt <laughs> let me let me let me go set up an email account let me go set up a whole new Instagram account so I can throw yeah some, that's a thing bro, that's it's a, so much that's, energy oh bro that's effort man that's effort like you know when you forget your password and you're like oh fuck now I have to go forget password yeah, yeah. go into your inbox it, like it takes about yeah, two yeah. minutes but man for me that's effort imagine going out yep. of your way to set up a fake account and fake email and sort of roll through Everything. that so like you, you gotta put your and like there's guys that pass out and they'll put their name to it and I actually respect that I actually jump yeah. in the DM sometimes and talk to them I was like oh, hey bro like I know you don't like us but that's cool man I respect your opinion lo- like, yeah you were talking about old mate the other day and yeah, you respected cool, the fact that he kind of yeah, and I'll fuck with that hard. Like, you know, say it with your chest. Yeah, 100%. And he goes, f- he goes, I think 90% of the shit you say is fucking bullshit, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's mad. So, like, I appreciated that guy. Um, it was just refreshing. Like, yeah. You're so used to getting, yeah, it is. You're so used to getting hated on behind fake accounts. It's like, oh, shit, this yeah. guy's actually got followers. So, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. You can kind of, like um, – you, you, you can, they can exist in the same space. You can exist in this in the indifference. You don't have to necessarily agree, no, but you also don't have to hate each other. You need you need both. Like without yep. like without the sun, the rain wouldn't feel so good. That without the cold, mm. like, amen. Everything in life is polarity. There's always an yep. opposite, but yep. um, every, every opposite is exactly the same, and this confuses people. So think of yep. cold and hot. All it is is temperature. 
it's on the same like pole, but you're, yeah, just, you're yep. focusing on different areas. So right. if you have success or like, let's just use, let's just use like when I was, I went carnival for a bit. So I was only eating meat for about a week or for, for about a month. So I was talking yep. about carnival stuff and I keep pumping this stuff. What actually happens is if I keep pumping it up, there's always going to be a resistance somewhere. The universe is yep. always trying to balance it out somewhere. So you'll get um, vegans coming through and go, Boom, boom, boom. So that's just the world just balancing itself out. So yep, everything yep. has an opposite. You need to understand that. So without like failure, there wouldn't be success. So yep. the bigger we go, the bigger the resistance is going to be. The more supporters we get, the more haters we're going to get. So the right. universe is constantly searching for balance. And it's always going to be that way. But you have to understand that both exist. And what's the key? Gratitude. Gratitude. Always in the middle. <laughs> Bro, thank you. And I always say like KPIs are a um, – Haters are a KPI of 2021. Like, you need them. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, boo, booze are just, like, when you play football, booze are just as good as chairs. When you run out and everyone's going, boo, fuck you. Like, that, yeah. that's motivating because that, yeah. people don't boo anyone. Like, yeah. Mel- Melbourne Storm run out, they get booed because it's that's, that's a good good. point. That's yeah. a good point. The, they boo who they care to, um, who, or, or who's really good or they really want to see fail. But either it. way, they're showing emotion. That's it. And it's all attention somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can monetize attention. Did, yeah, exactly. Did, yeah. did the boys, um, like uh, all the guys in the office, do you do any work with them to kind of like help mentally prepare for this stuff or um, does, it, does it? We're always sort of, uh, I want to build that into education in around here. A lot of it's kind of built off the back of, I always, I always talk about them, that like Mr. Miyagi style thing. So Jackson's an yep. example of that where like we kind of move really, really quick around here. So like, oh, Jackson needs to do this, do this, do this. And like over time, like when he jumps on a podcast, he might not think what he knows what he's talking about, but if someone asks him a question, it's just kind of like bang, bang. So he's been like waxing on, yep. waxing off and he gets yep. into a karate fight. He can all, the, all of a sudden parry. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you kind of get that education in around here. Um, I'm very transparent mm-hmm. with everything. Like mm-hmm. a lot of it's based around money and target sales. Um, people come in for meetings. Um, the boys, I, I always say to the boys, when people come in here for meetings, boys, make sure you got your ears up, make sure you're listening because people would kill for these types of conversations. Yeah, bloody eyes. And you just get this business education that um, is really good. And I actually think I'm a really, pretty good entrepreneur, to be honest. Like, yep. I think I'm going to yep. do some really big things and I'm trending towards that way and I'm balanced enough to know that like I'm, I'm okay, but I've still got a fuckload to learn. So, and I'm yep. always trying to- I learn. think balance is the word. I, I, I see you as someone who is very balanced and who has, who is, um, spends a lot of time and attention to the detail of being more balanced. Yeah, it's important. And then it all falls back on that polarity and gratitude. Like that's kind of the theme of this whole podcast. So, um, and like it's a lot of the stuff takes time as well. So, um, but like I said before, there's sort of the next KPI I'm focusing on is how well I can build this stuff up and hopefully they had all their goals as well. Cause I'm single. Yeah, beauty. I'm single. I don't really have a family or kids. I've got a dog, but um, like I want to be in this position. I'm not spiteful anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I just just sort of see these guys as not projects, but I just want to help them as humans. Yeah. So um, I'll fire, I'm mindful of your time. So I'll fire off a couple of quick fire questions and then we'll get out of here. Hey, cool. Sounds good. Beauty. All right. All time favorite podcast guest, dead or alive. Could I have someone on? Yeah. Oh, Gary V for sure. Um, first of okay. all, just to be to thank him. I'm like, bro, thank you. Yeah. Fuck, you've changed my life. So, yeah. but then like a lot of people like, um, I'll treat it as a pure consulting session. I've got an hour with you. All right. I already know your backstory, all this sort of shit. Fucking give me some yeah. advice. <laughs> That'd be my Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that I kind of like I, I've gone with the like making a decent conversation podcast angle. Mm. I I think if I ever chat to you again, I'll I'll go with that angle. Yeah, that'll be the go. I reckon. Yeah, I charge like this is this will flip people. I charge like I know I know eight hundred to a thousand bucks for a consulting session. So that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I should have just been like fuck all my fuck all my followers. I'm just here to get some yeah, advice. I would. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. One album you can listen to on repeat. Oh man, this is going to be con- controversial, but I'm going to go. Let's do it. Zach Brown Band greatest hits. <laughs> They're a country brand. Who? Zach Brown Band. <laughs> They're a country. <laughs> oh, oh, first cab off the rank. I was thinking like Life of Pablo. I don't know. I just really love that album from start to finish. There's probably two songs I don't like. Right. So collectively as a yep. thing, it's pretty sound. But I love like country music, man. It makes me feel good. Hectic. What's, okay. your, what's yours? One movie you can watch on repeat. Wait, wait, what's, your, what's your album? My, my album? Yeah. Um, Probably there's a there's an album from J. Cole called Born Sinner. Yep. Um, yeah, probably that. Well, yeah, I'm a J. Cole fan. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I, got in, I got in an Uber the other day with this um young Pakistani guy. And and as soon as I got in the Uber, he, he turns and he turns back to me and he goes, Hey, if the music's too loud, let me know. That was the first <laughs> thing he said. It wasn't yeah. a low or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the music's too loud, let me know. And I was like, Oh, shit. Here we go. And he turns it right up and it was J. Cole. Oh, and gross. I was like, my, my G. <laughs> First ever six stars on Uber. Congratulations, my guy. You just got six stars. <laughs> yeah. uh, most terrifying moments in starting YKTR? Um, there was this time we got this tax return. Oh, I don't really understand tax at the time. And I thought yep. like tax return was very similar to a personal one. So like, oh, we've been putting money into the business. So we're going to get like this money back and we could really grow a business off that. And he goes, no, you get no money back. And literally it felt like someone had punched me in the stomach. Eh? Like someone just went bang. Fuck. Yeah, it felt like I was winded. And you- I, we were about six months in like eight months. Right. In. So it was still early days, but I sort of sat on this park bench for like an hour and a half. I'm like, Fuck! I'm just gonna have to go work on my <laughs> job, bro. And you know, like honestly, it felt like someone's punched me in the stomach. But then that feeling yeah. of working for someone else made me feel worse. So I'm like, yeah, oh, right. Fuck it. Let us figure out a way. I'm trying to do it, and sort of glad we didn't give up. Yeah, mm. I'm very glad that you didn't give up. Also, <laughs> so random. <laughs> yeah. uh, the most gratifying moments in starting YKTR. Um, I get multiple. Like a lot of them. Like, we sell out of hoodies in like four minutes at the moment, which is yeah. I kind of a vein metric that yep. I don't feel any different. Like at, at six o'clock to six o five, like I don't feel any like besides gratitude, saying "Oh fuck, we got these people that fuck with us." I don't feel yep. like it doesn't make me feel any different way. But uh, some of the most gratifying moments are like people getting product and like crying. Like if you think of a hoodie, yeah. a hoodie's a hoodie, bro. Like this is a black hoodie, but the yeah. thing that people can actually get one and, and it forces them into an emotion of tears is a pretty cool feeling. <laughs> Random one is like I had a guy um, wearing like a varsity tee, which is just like a plain tee, um, having a baby. He was at oh, right. He was at the bottom going like filming it. Go, hey, bro, I just wanted like, – my wife's just having <laughs> a kid right now. And the first thing I want to see is YKTL when he comes out. Like that's pretty – Fuck. Um, a year on from that, like a lot of kids – we had varsity kids tees floating about and that's going to be yeah. their first ever birthday photo. So when they think like – Holy shit. When they're at their 21st and they're like, oh, this is your first. There's always – like I think about stuff like that. Um, and that's think, pretty crazy. I think hiring stuff, hiring staff is pretty cool. Like I think we've got yeah. a pretty cool environment around Giving people here. an opportunity. Opportunity. And it's not like 
just flicking out opportunities. It's like earned opportunities as well. Like yeah, yeah, one hundred. Really, yeah, yeah, so I'm not just handing out shit willy nilly around here. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've actually earned it, and then um, yeah. Looking forward to that little next phase. I mean, I reckon like obviously people are going to leave YKTR, but I hope they leave. Yeah. Like I see us like the Melbourne Storm, where where we've got a good club environment, and we'll build you up, and if you leave, you're going to get a pretty good deal somewhere else. But yeah, um, hopefully they all stay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they're all pretty bloody happy at the moment. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're doing yeah. good. Mm, it's good. All right. Got a couple more and then we'll get out of it. All right. Who would you rather play with in their prime? Slater or Turbo? Um, I would just say Turbo right now. I, th- I think he's trending towards, like, obviously respected Billy Slater and everything he's done and one of the best yeah. to ever do, it, ever do it, but just something different about Tommy. Um, I don't know. Like, it's, he's, he's, it's he's, hard to, like, pin down what the actual thing is. Yeah. Like yeah. it's obviously everything, but it's like it just doesn't make sense how he's able to just you know just move around and beat tackles and beat play. Like it just it feels like a man playing with children sometimes. Yeah, and like obviously Gi had that sort of element about him, but I think yep. the thing about Tommy and obviously I know Tommy um, personally as well. Like he like he really really cares about football. He really really cares about Manly. He really really cares about New South Wales, and most of all, he really yep. really cares about winning. So yep. I've never seen him and, his, him and his brother take losses harder than I've seen anyone. Like round three, like playing the Bulldogs, yep. random fuck, lose a game. Like you think the boys are in there going. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they're, yep. not, they're not like everyone will compare their pay wickets because Tommy could potentially be the first $1.5 million, $2 million player a season. Um, yep. And, he, and he's, he's actually worth it, but he'll yep. never – I don't think he's the type of guy that will settle – uh, it's yep. just not the way that they're raised. Um, it's just not in his DNA. It's just sometimes, yep. sometimes the universe fucks up and, and gives someone all the talent, all the aggression, all the <laughs> <laughs> and then you, all the, like height, speed. He's fit. He's skillful. He's good at multiple yep. different sports. He can kick off both feet. Sometimes <clears throat> nature fucks up and 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 just yep. puts them all into that basket. And that's Tommy Turbo. Yeah, he's he's still a bit of it for everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Um. All right, Joey or Thurston. Who would you rather play within their prime? Ah, uh, Joey. He's just my favourite player growing up. Um, I, I think if you look stat-wise, Thurston would be better. Um, mm. But I grew up on Joey. Um, yep. I would just love to play with him. I played 5-8 as well, so I would have been straight outside of him. So Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you hear about a few of the legendary parties afterwards as well. <laughs> the naked That's a real reason, time. isn't it? Yeah, 100%. So, <laughs> um, he had one of the great rugby league minds, and you don't become immortal for no reason. So, Yeah, bloody oath. Mm. Favorite show on the YKTR network? Um, I, I really enjoy Inside YKTR. Yep. Uh, obviously, like I do a lot of the talking on there, so it's a little bit vain answer, but it's a very transparent insight onto what we do. Um, in terms of comedy, probably Ten and Akin is probably our most popular. Yep. So probably one of those two. Yep. All right, two more. Dream, dream YKTR collab. I was thinking about collabs the other day. So obviously, like Nike is is the big dog, but a couple of low key ones that are that I'd love to do that are a little bit slept on. A Reebok shoe, okay. Uh, the tennis shoe would be, in my opinion, would be pretty cool. New Balance as well. I'm kind of really big into New Balance at the moment. They kind of slept on brands that don't really fall into our demographic, but um, I think a cool collab with Patagonia. Okay. Yeah. What are we thinking? Some. Like vest or I, I, I love the vest. I love the puffer jackets. I love the yep. core branding of the colorways that remind me of like a sunset sky. Um, it's kind of an yep. outdoor brand. I'd remarket it as like a city brand. Like yep. you think 
all their all their stuff sort of like outdoors and snow and stuff yep. like that. When you're walking through the city in Melbourne and it's fucking skyscrapers, it feels like you're in a- Bro, every, every second person has one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And like, I don't see marketing trending towards that in terms of yep. um, Patagonia or even like Kathmandu, for example. Mm. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. That's how, I'd be, that's how I'd market it. It's pretty smart. I like that. All right, last one. Who do you think is going to win the 2021 Premiership and why is it Parramatta? <laughs> uh, uh, I actually don't think it's, it's you actually look like Luke a little bit and he fucking supports Parramatta so this is fucking flipping me out bro um, I think Carnials. yeah I think Melbourne win it just yep. been there done that it'd be them and Penrith yep. in the final hopefully um, they're just they're just probably the only side that can battle or match Penrith at the moment and I think they're just a little bit better just so. It, it, it seems like they're slowly starting to pull away. Yeah, I feel like that. And this, they're missing players. Like Nelson Asafo Solomon is away. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think I think Melbourne wins. Still got Pap to come back. Pap to come back. Then Nico Hyde rolls onto the bench. So he rolls in at yeah. 13 when he comes on. Um, yeah. A, health, a healthy, happy coach by Bellamy. Got talent. One of the greatest systems to ever do it. Man, I think they, mm. they get it done again. Yeah, fuck. Scary, isn't it? Scary. They're just going to keep yeah. winning. Systems, man. Great systems. Built over 20 Great years. You, you get the Melbourne Storm. You get, you get the best player to ever play rugby league. Played 400 games, leave. You don't even notice him. And that's with, yeah. the, that's with the most respect. That's scary. That's Yeah. I say that with the most respect. Mm. That's how good they are. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Amen. All right. Beautiful. Well, that's it for us. That's it for me. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for um, having me on, bro. Very grateful. So much gratitude. Thank you for, yeah, having the chat. It's been a lot of fun. All right, bro. I appreciate you. See you later. Yeah, thanks, Ice. See you, brother.